Welcome back to the BZ Powercast. I'm your host, Black Six, and this is episode 32. Thank you all for downloading the show. Now, I know last month I teased that we're going to have an exciting interview this time around, and we do. We are going to start things off with an interview with newly promoted forum mentor, Sumiki. That's not quite the interview we had planned, but I think you'll still enjoy it. And the other interview we were hoping to have is still in the works. After that, I talked to Holly Husky and 55555 about some changes to the library rules, as well as the currently ongoing short story contest. Then Windrider joins me for a how-to BZP. After that, I talked to Takuma Nuva about the recently announced Minecraft set that's uh, come into existence as part of the Lego Kuso program. And we wrap things up, not with a music time with Smeeg, but with a music time with Wind. So it's uh, going to be a jam-packed show. I hope you enjoy it. And let's get to it. Okay, so with me now is newly promoted BZ Power Forum mentor, Sumiki. How's it going? Ah, doing good. All right, so uh, you're one of the newest members, or actually the newest member of the BZ Power staff. So we thought we'd have you on the PowerCast and find a little bit about, uh, about yourself. So uh, to start things off, how and uh, when did you find BZ Power? I found it sometime back in... I think early 2006, the first thing I can remember when I found it, which was, I think, partly from Google search, partly from the um, Lego message boards, which were just as bad as they are now, really. Um, But uh, the first thing I can remember was seeing the, I think it was the the Iron MOC Astromachus competition in BBC. that's the first thing I really can remember from being here. Then I just sort of had it in my mind, but I didn't join until uh, September, which, and then I acted like a complete noob for a couple years. Yeah, I think uh, everyone has a, a bit of an adjustment period. So is this the first uh, forum you'd ever been a part of? Yeah, pretty much. That was, I was... Let's see, I was 10 years old when I joined, so... Oh, man, you're youngin'. Yeah, so not, not as young as, as some others, which I was surprised that mm-hmm. there, some other members were younger, but I felt like I was... I didn't feel like I was youngest at the time, just mainly because, you know, I was just... I was too busy acting like a noob, I guess. <laughs> right, and uh, everyone takes uh, some adjustment period to, to get used to... The whole idea of talking to people online—it's—it's it's, uh, always kind of shocking. I remember when I first uh, started getting involved in the online communities, and yeah, I think we all had our new period, so no worries there. <laughs> so now that you've been a member for um, almost what six years now, uh, what have been uh, some of your favorite forums and uh, some of the things that have made you stay around on BZP? Oh man, it's just the the entire community. Just it's well-moderated, which now I can actually say that I'm helping to do that, which is sort of intimidating. But it just the, the entire atmosphere and, you know, I, I don't really think I can say what my favorite forums are. Uh, I, I mean, general discussion, it's been less active recently, but it's still, it's still great. Of course, the creative outlet, I'm, I feel like I'm a pretty creative person and I do a lot of I do a lot of that on my own, even if I don't post a lot of it. So, yeah, BBC, SBC, um, recently short stories as well, even though I haven't. I posted a couple stories there, haven't really gotten into the whole reviewing thing, which, but I'd like to do that. Um, recently, completely off topic, you know, the blogs as well. Um, I've actually, I actually visit the blogs more than I do most forums. So, I can't really say what my favorite forum is because, you know, they're all, they're all great. All right, fair enough. It's, uh, it's a nice uh, politically neutral answer there. <laughs> yeah, well, it's just I can't figure I can't figure it out. It's like splitting hairs. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, now that you're a forum mentor, uh, let's talk about that a little bit. So, what was your reaction when I first asked you if you wanted to become uh, part of the staff? Well, your message I felt like you were trolling me because you know the the title was a problem and I was I looked at it and I'm thinking oh no am I am I in big trouble or something and it was and it was like you know 
you're all involved in this, the circumstances, you know, now you have to face the consequences. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, what's wrong? What's wrong? And then it's like, would you like to be a forum mentor? (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking, oh, six can get away with all the trolling, but you know, I I can't, I can't really be mad at it because, you know, I I think it's the dream of pretty much everyone to be somewhere on the staff. So I, I, I can I can forgive you for um, messing around with me. <laughs> That's good because you don't have much of a choice in the matter. <laughs> yeah, but, I was uh, abducted. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm glad I'm glad you said yes though, and you agreed to help us out. Uh, so, so what have been the differences so far since you became a staff member? Oh, you know, I, I was thinking that um, I've always thought that if you became a staff member, then you'd have all these different buttons, and you'd be able to, you know spy on what people were doing but you know uh, it really I was surprised at how much the same it looked you know there are different there are different buttons I mean you can you know unapprove posts and all that and respond to reports as well but that's that's the only real difference that and my name is being blue <laughs> <laughs> yeah I remember in uh, the topic in GD I made someone was like oh I saw his name in blue and I immediately uh rush to find a place to say congrats so yeah i think that was i think that was about or uh, i think that was him we had like a like a posting race to eight thousand or something hey Uh, hey all your posts should be quality and you shouldn't be doing it for the post count yeah well he beat me (laughs) so that's that's my excuse they were quality so that therefore he beat me oh so you're saying he was the one spamming it up i'll have to go back and look yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right i I don't think either of us were spamming i think he had a yeah, that's not like um, way back in the day when people had post races and there was probably uh, quite a few of those posts made that, that weren't very quality, but that was back in the early days of BCP when people could get away with that stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but also back then, the big thing was, you know, these were the people trying to find the new rank images. So, uh, I th- you know, there, there's still a bunch that people haven't found yet, but... I don't think uh, we're going to see any, many of them anytime soon. No, except for the, except for the higher ranking folks like uh, uh, Kex is the only guy that comes to mind right now. <laughs> yeah, no, I think he, he's, he's still, the only active he's guy. He's on top of the list. <laughs> yeah, aside from Hapori Dumas. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he counts, though. He has no, his he own special ranking image that he's had forever. Oh, yeah. So uh, now that you're on the staff, has there been any... Um, How's been? How's it been acclimating to to being on the staff? Has it been a pretty easy process, or were you kind of confused at any points? Oh no, not really. A lot of the a lot of the staff members have um, pammed me, just you know, saying welcome, or glad we get to pick on you now because you're the noob, or you know, um, got a newie. I was I've been talking to him a lot just about what what this what the um what the unwritten rules are basically of what, what should, what should we do? Like, you know, if we, uh, I'm not sure if I'm explaining this right. Just, just helping out with, with acclimatizing to helping out new members and, uh, what posts should be unapproved or not, or uh, just things like that. Actually, I was able to uh, point out that there actually is the option for forum mentors to change the topic titles, uh, but yet it actually doesn't work. You just have the option, to, and it comes up with a little text box. And, yeah. um, but it doesn't actually work. But I was actually I was pointing out that a guy knew he, and he was like, well, no, I, I don't think we have that ability. And then I explained where it was, and he's like, oh, my gosh, you're right. I never <laughs> noticed that. And I, you know, I thought he would because you know, he, he's, the, he's the last from the original four mentor team. Yeah, I think that's um... – one of the things that just happens when you get assigned to a forum is you get those options, uh, even if they don't work. I know it's uh, confused some other uh, forum assistants and such in the past. And it's hard for me because someone comes to me and is like, hey, you know, is this bo- should this box be here? I'm like, well, of course I see it because I have all the boxes and options. <laughs> and, uh, you know, because there's not necessarily a setting for, for some of those individual things. They just kind of pop up depending on, on what position, what uh, member group you're in. Yeah, so th- th- you can see them. Well, I can see them, but it doesn't actually work. And technically, because forum mentors are assigned to all the forums, it pops up everywhere. Right. So it makes for um, 
some confusingness at first, but... <laughs> it's there tempting you, saying, yes. keep doing good work so you become a forum leader. Yeah. And so that's... Uh, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd like to think that, you, that uh, it just is there because it's too much of a hassle to remove. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I, I've looked at it in the past, and I'm pretty sure there's no way for me to remove it. So you can uh, blame the folks at Envision who make our forum software on that one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to blame anybody. It's not, it doesn't really interfere with, with um, doing, doing the job. All right. So... Um, now that you're, you're a staff member, what tips would you give um, other members to either become the staff or just to improve their experience on BZ Power in general? Oh, just, you know, a lot of, um, a lot of people, I think, don't read the rules as much as they should. There are a lot of new members are generally good at doing that, I've already found out. But there are a lot of rules in... Uh, the reference desk, or can be found in Q and A. That uh, just the more obscure rules are ones that are most often not followed. Which and um, just being able to know the rules well doesn't have to do inside and out, but you know, know where things are, know the rules exist, adhere to them, listen to the staff, and you know, and report a bunch of things. <laughs> Because it makes you look good. As long as, <laughs> as, as, long as you report the things that actually um, break the rules. Because I know even between the time when I was um, asked to be a form mentor and bef- when I got, actually got promoted, I was even being corrected by DV saying – because I sent a blog report about someone having leet. And he said you know, basically that – just showed me a rule that I, even I didn't know that was more obscure that um, must have been changed sometime recently about uh, Leet being okay if it's just a short snippet. Um, yeah, I think that was one of the things I probably updated uh, when we moved to the new software and the new forums when I went back and, and I tried to rewrite and go through and, and try to simplify and clarify as many of the rules as possible. You know, at one point, um, way back in the day, Leet had been this really big, big fad and it was just getting making the the forums hard to read, so it was just had been banned entirely. And you know, as time went on, um, you know, it's definitely not an issue anymore. And it it can be useful in some cases, right? Like like the rule says to to emphasize something or or to add some flavor to a post, but just just don't overdo it, right? I don't want to see you know paragraphs of of nonstop leap because it just looks like gibberish at that point. But a word or two here and there is okay. Yeah, which so I guess I, I'm I started acclimatizing to the new rules even before I was technically promoted. So you know, there's always there's always things that you that you learn and things that things that you get used to. Um, but it's really hard to it's really hard to know exactly what you're what it would look like or what you have to get used to before it happens. Just. Mm-hmm. Let's talk a little bit just about, uh, I guess, Lego and, and Bonacle. So how long were you a Bonacle fan before uh, you came onto the community? Um, I got into it in 2002. It was early 2002, so the uh, one sets were still out. Um, my grandmother gave me two Borak Va, and as such, I blame her for my addiction to it for the next, uh, what was it, eight years <laughs> or something like that. Um but it's it's just I I just got into it after the sets and you know we built it together um, in two thousand two we got I think we also later on got a Tanakhva but we realized the Krana didn't actually fit onto the backs so to my eternal shame we glued them on <laughs> and uh, fortunately the glue dried off and it was able to flake off of the Krana afterwards. But still, I still see in the bottom of of, of the uh, of my Borok parts occasionally. I see a little flake of what appears to be dried glue, and I'm reminded <laughs> of it. Like I wasn't just a noob back then; I was just I was a life noob. <laughs> but then again, I didn't know anything about the about the story, so we thought, "Hey, this part must be defective. Let's glue it on." 
That, that actually reminds me of uh, an interesting story. I was talking to Jim Folds around Toy Fair, and um, I think it was at a, a Lego Kids Fest event. They they set up a table with um, you know some some just a bunch of like pieces and stuff, and we're inviting kids and their parents to sit down and have the kids build stuff just to interact and and to be able to watch how um, kids and parents interact while they're playing with Lego. And, you know, things would happen, like they'd be building something and it would fall apart and the parent would rush in and be like, oh, no, no, don't worry, I'll fix it, I'll fix it. And, or, or they'd be, they'd go to like uh, Hoover is manning the, the table and be like, oh, is this okay? Is this okay? And it's like, that's the point. Like it was supposed to fall apart and you can build something new. And he was telling me that he, parents will come up to him all the time and, and talk about like how, you know, they'll, they'll build a set and pieces will fall off. So they'll just glue them on and. You know, it makes it make him and I cringe, but that, that's how how some people view Lego. Yeah, that that thing that goes well with, or is the, pretty much in the same vein as people cutting or modifying or uh, painting parts in like BBC or something. I can understand that if you're doing like a sculpture. I think here the Chronicler did something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember if it was on the front page or not, but it had a Vaki and was all the Mabuzak was coming out of the. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure that got put on the front page, and that that was very impressive. And that that's something that I would consider more art than a mock in that case, right? Yeah, I, I really, I really don't feel like if you if you use it, um, it's kind of cheating the system because Lego is. I've always thought of Lego as being uh, more intense than actual sculpting because of sculpting, you don't have these restrictions on what parts you can use and what those what colors those parts come in and you have to be able to think in three dimensions while keeping the idea of what you want in the end. Right. Right. And yeah, being restricted to those parts and colors you have. So yeah, people who, people use them, um, people who modify the parts, I'm not going to, you know, go rage against them, but I feel like it kind of cheats the Lego system out of being, um, Lego, but makes it unique. Mm hmm. Yeah, no, you can definitely, there have definitely been some, some creations I've seen that, you know, cut and paint that look amazing, but um, there's definitely something to be said about, you know, the purest, uh, the purest view of trying to, you know, just use the pieces we're given. All right. I, guess I'm, I guess I'm a purist in that aspect. <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah, you can be a purist yourself building and still be able to appreciate the, the things that other people build, you know, going outside that. Oh, Definitely. All right, so I think that's about all I have. Uh, any other comments or anything you'd like to say? Uh, not that I can think of. Just it's it's still pretty awesome. Just getting getting over. Oh, I'm staff. Oh. <laughs> you're still yeah. You're still in the uh, the honeymoon phase. Wait wait until uh, that wears off. <laughs> the shock and then, horror. Then you'll be trapped. Yes. Ironically, light blue is my second favorite color. My first favorite color was orange. So, oh, so you kind of went down there on the favorite scale. I took it away from me, but you know, there's still there's still a bunch of nice, pretty orange names to look at on the on the active members list. So right, yeah. so we should encourage members to do good, so they get more proton, so we have more orange members. Yes, yeah, so I I can look at more orange or <laughs> copper. Or, um, hashtag C four five hundred A. All right. Well, thanks for joining me and thanks for uh, helping us out on the staff. And I look forward to working with you. All right. No problem. All right. So joining me now is 55555 and Holly Husky to talk about some library related stuff. I think I got the number of fives, right? How's it going, guys? Good. How's it going with you? All right. It's not too bad over here. So uh, I think we're going to start off talking about um, some recent kind of changes in the library forum. So, uh, Becca, why don't you fill us in on what's going on? I deleted the entire library. No. Um, actually, this isn't the April podcast, Becca. Uh, I know, right? Oh, too early. Too early. Just forget you heard that. Anyway. Um, uh, recently, I realized that when did the forums come back online? Was it like October? October. Um, I started logging in again recently because, you know, wedding's over and all that. And I um, realized that all of the library collection topics were gone. And that's why people were PMing me and they were upset and they were wondering where they were. Um, Go figure. So, yeah, really. I didn't know that they liked them that much. All the data <laughs> entry work. 
Um, no, but it's it's fine. But um, so I brought him back. But then in that, I was like, well, I always wanted to make a topic that collected. This is like Inception, a topic for collection topics, a collection topic for collection topics. Um, but um, basically people like in the style of golly gee. She got all her stories, put them in one topic and said, here you go. You like my stories. Click them all. You know, it's like a checklist. You can go through it. And um, people like to do that. And I realized, hey, that's a great way for people to be like, look, I have stories on the other forum, but you don't have to be like tell everybody or spam up your signature or whatever. So I thought I'd make it clear that you can link to both old form and new form stuff in your own little collection topic. And um, and now I'm like making a place where you can keep them. And if you look in the short stories library, scroll all the way down, they're in the basement. So. Uh, okay. So so all these collection topics are being stored in short stories. Yeah, and this and um, actually I changed it because before the rule was really confusing. It was if you have mostly epics, make your collection topic in epics. If you have mostly short stories, make your collection topic in short stories. Mostly comedies, put it in comedies. Uh, if you have a mix of all three, put it in short stories. You move it around. Blah, 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 blah. It was too much. So um, I realized how stupid it sounded. So I decided to make it short stories only. Even if you have all comedies, just put it there because people will find it through your signature or whatever anyway. And if they're all there, people will know where to look for them. Okay. Yeah. And in that also, I've been getting a lot of questions about apparently writing stories and putting them in completely off topic is really popular right now. Maybe that's why there's not very many people in the library, <laughs> but um, I've been asked to make collection topics for completely off topic stories. So uh, Nathan, if you're listening, I'll probably be bugging you about that later. <laughs> yeah. Good, but, um, good luck it with is, that. <laughs> yeah, really. He'll be like, no, nothing else. But I like, I would totally do it. But, um, Anyway, so basically it's a, you don't have to PM me anymore. Here's the information sort of thing. Don't worry. I'm going to take care of you guys, you know. All right. Sounds good. So um, just to be clear, though, we're, we're not creating a library subform and completely off topic. No, thank you for making that clear. There's not going to be, unfortunately, and, you know, you can better explain why, but it has to do with space. Right. We, we've talked, I think we talked about that on the last episode uh, as I far as why so. we focus on uh, non-off-topic things because we are a Bonacle site and, and not an off-topic one. Um, but uh, now there will be collection topics in there. So for those of you who do like to, to post um, non-Lego uh, f- uh, fan fiction, you know, you can make your own collection topic so people can easily find uh, what you're writing. Oh, yes. Yes, that's definitely fine. And um, I'll try to, f- I'll figure out how to collect those up too. All right, so uh, another clarification. What if you have a bunch of Lego and Bionicle uh, fan fiction and a bunch of off-topic fan fiction? Should you have two collection topics? Um, I, I, I guess that would be your preference, really. I don't mind if they put completely off-topic stuff in their library collection topics, but if people have only completely off-topic stuff, then I don't really think that would belong in a library about Lego and Bionicle. Okay, sounds good. So, you heard it here first, yeah. kids. Yeah, there you go. We just we just implemented new rules right in front of your eyes. This is how the process works. Now let's now let's ban <laughs> everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so productive. Ba- banning? No, I was just going to delete all their accounts. Oh gosh. Ban, so ban the staff and delete all the members, and then it's that'd just more, me. That'd be more. That'd be more characteristic of you. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'd you're be, kind of power crazy. Yes. Oh, don't you know? That's I'd be right ruling here. the forums oh. all by myself. With my iron <laughs> fist and my other iron fist and no one to hit with them. And then I wouldn't be able to like, give people high fives because my <clears throat> fist is made out of iron. All right. Anyway. Is this a new development? <laughs> <laughs> I could give really killer fist bumps, though. Um, so we also have a contest going on in the library forums. So uh, why don't you tell us about that, John? Well, as most people probably know, it's Lord of the Rings Bionicle Contest, which... Basically, it's the combination of a lot of people's two favorite things. I was just so, going to say, I mean, yeah, what, really. what could be better than Lord of the Rings and Bionicle? Right. <laughs> I mean, Maybe there's Star Wars in there, but I digress. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to do a contest where you combine those two without it being lame. 
Because, mm-hmm. like, you can't just be like, oh, Aragorn is now on Mata Nui doing whateverness. That's that's not really quality stuff. But yeah, we still wanted to get the quality of The Lord of the Rings and the good stuff from that into some kind of Bionicle story. So basically what we're doing is purely Bionicle stories inspired by The Lord of the Rings. So mm-hmm. you have to have... The, the rule that makes it so your story is legal is it has to have a quote from Lord of the Rings in it. That's like mm-hmm. the absolute minimum. And you can do way more than that if you want. You can fill it up with references and have a lot of fun with it and do stuff like that. Just as long as you're not transcribing chapters from, from the books. Yeah, because there's a rule about that. <laughs> it's called plagiarism, yeah. kids. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of a fine line between inspiration and plagiarism at the best of times. Um, that sounds like a challenge, and it sounds good, though. Right. It's, I like it because I hope it will just – people will – it's just really easy to get story ideas that way because you can just like flip through The Lord of the Rings and it's right. packed with stuff and The Hobbit or the movies if – you can't read or something. So, so <laughs> if, if you can't read, you're going to have a hard time writing a, uh, a short story. That was awesome. <laughs> so is it just Lord of the Rings or you mentioned The Hobbit? Is that fair game as well? The Hobbit is fair game, yeah. So in yeah. a hole in the ground, there lived a Burak? Right. <laughs> it was the sandy hole. <laughs> it was not one of the comfortable holes. Oh. Um, yeah, so – and we – we got a lot of interest from it right away. Like it had 38 posts in like 24 hours when we first put it up. So hopefully it will be bigger than the last short story contest that we were so happy with. Uh, okay. So, um, what are, what are the details? When does the entry period end? The entry period ends March 11th. We just decided on that pretty spontaneously, but I don't think we're going to change it. Um, it seems pretty good, pretty good amount of time. All right, so yeah, it's still uh, a few weeks uh, left to, to write things up. Um, anything, any other restrictions other than it being a short story and having a Lord of the Rings or t- a Hobbit quote? Um, not really. We we like to keep it as open as possible. All right, sounds good. So, um, you know, we haven't announced any prizes that I'm aware of. Um, I know, I think you were asking me, someone was asking me about prizes, and what I'm going to try to do is see if we can get uh, some stuff from, from Lego. I know at Toy Fair we got given uh, some cool um, posters from the Lego Lord of the Rings sets. Uh, if you've seen the images we've been posting on the front page, there was, you know, um, Frodo and Aragorn and Legolas and um, Smeagol. Um, so we act, they actually have those printed up on, on some nice-looking posters. So I'd like to try to get some of those that we can give to the winners. Uh, I think that would be pretty cool, and hopefully uh, that'll come through. Otherwise, I'm sure we'll, we'll find something, um, something to give uh, the winners. And uh, it might not be as cool as a, an awesome poster, but it'll still be <laughs> worth it. At the this posters, rate, I the p- think... Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. The posters would be great, and... Uh... We're going to have some good prizes for this, I can guarantee you, even if we don't have the posters. There will be prizes worth the winning. All right, so there you go. So um, as of right now, how many entries do we have? Only two, but it's only been a week and a half, so. All right, so you have a great chance at uh, at winning uh, right now. (laughs) There's not a lot of competition. If we give away prizes for the first three, right now everyone wins. That's the I kind of eyes I like. <laughs> in their blogs. So I think people are thinking about entering, but apparently there's like exams or something right now. I don't know. School. I School. <laughs> school. What is that? Although I, it is an odd time for exams. It's it's February. I mean, it's not like it's midterms or finals or anything. But what Whenever you start talking I'm, about I'm contests, for... people start talking about exams, even if it's yeah, like it's summer. Kind of, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Christmas. Exams. Yeah. Exams. Oh, well. But, um, yeah, so, um, you know, it's uh, Jaller and Aiko standing on the bridge facing uh, Vezon saying, you shall not pass. There's another idea right for you. I'm just throwing them out. <laughs> right. Maybe you should enter. <laughs> but then it would be cheating. Uh, no, I have, I have too many exams. I'm too busy. 
clearly. <laughs> clearly. Oh, and we're looking for judges, especially if you're like a Lord of the Rings nerd. You prefer those. I know we've already we've already found a couple excellent Lord of the Rings nerds to be judges. I think I fit in that category. Maybe I should actually uh, help out and judge. I was going to say, wouldn't you, shouldn't you help, like, for once? <laughs> for once? Hey. For once? <laughs> hey, now. That would be great if you were a judge. All right, so this just in. Black people Six is going to be judging your entries. Oh, but then people would be like, oh, no, he's going to judge him unfairly. I'll judge everyone fairly. And by fair, I mean harsh. <laughs> you'll judge everyone you, you'll lose unfairness. Ban the losers. You start with 100 points, and you lose two for every spelling or grammar mistake. <laughs> And believe me, kids, I've, you know, graded high or college level papers and you guys need to make sure you proofread. That's all I'm saying. Guys up your auntie. Yes. Okay. Any other uh, comments on the contest or on library forms in general? Uh, there's no. no revival in the library. I just wanted to remind everyone. Again, oh, yeah. There's no revival. So stop. Stop it. Stop it. Yeah. So stop uh, reporting those, those topics. <laughs> all right well thanks a lot guys and uh hopefully the the new rules will help uh organize and clean things up in library and i look forward to uh reading these entries now that i'm going to have to since i'm judging yes i'm not gonna let you back out on that it's okay i'll do it <laughs> well you heard it here they're, they're short stories they can't be that bad to read Oh, only 4,000 words. <laughs> so people ask me, is 30,000 words too much? I say yes. <laughs> that, that sounds like it has to have at least two chapters at that point. I mean, really, and guys. I think like uh, Tom Dracone has some really long ones back in the day. Like, oh, Lord, yes. <laughs> well, 10, we, we know he's too busy to write now, so I don't have to worry about that in this contest. Well, and if they're, if they're long enough, you can just pretend to read them. <laughs> it's just like, oh, I'll, I'll, take, I'll take my digital copy of Lord of the Rings and do a compare with the short story to find the quote. All right. It meets the rules. We're good. <laughs> Which completely goes against uh, me saying I was going to be super strict. So it'll be somewhere in between. Right. Somewhere in between me not reading them and being super strict, guys. So it'll be completely fair. Don't worry. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Sounds about... Right for you, yes. No. <laughs> I like to think that I'm I'm super fair in everything I do, but anyway, thanks a lot for joining me, guys, and I look forward to uh, seeing these entries. And I hope I can get some prizes now that I've talked about it. Yeah. Sweet. They would love that. They would love to have anything out of one of these contests <laughs> at this point. All right. Take care, guys. You, you too. too. Okay, with me now is Windrider to do this month's How to BZP. How's it going, Wind? Pretty good. How are you, boss man? Uh, not too bad. So what are we going to be talking about this month for How to BZP? This month we will be covering avatars. Have All fun. Right. <laughs> so um, the whole avatar system has changed since we upgraded the forum software. They've been combined with your personal photo. And that's left uh, some people confused as to what they can put on their avatar, how big it can be, how small it can be, uh, and other things like that. So why don't we uh, go over that a bit? Right. Okay. So as you mentioned on the new forums, for all intents and purposes, your avatar is your personal photo. Now, there there's a slight difference between the two, and I'll get into that. But basically now to change your avatar, you need to change your personal photo. And to do that, you go to My Settings. And to get there, you can click on your name or go to your profile page. Right. So on your profile page, you'll see an Edit My Profile button. If you click on that, the first option you should see under General Account Settings is Change Your Photo. If you click on this, it'll bring up a screen. And this is where you upload your personal photo slash avatar. Now, as far as um, sizes go, uh, I think I toyed with this a while back. And there is a maximum to the dimensions of your personal photo slash avatar. 
I think it's it's somewhere above 300 by 300 pixels. So if you try to upload something really large, you'll get an error and it won't upload. It's generally recommended that you upload something around 200 by 200 pixels, but anything smaller than this will work. It used to not display it if you uploaded something smaller, but with the November 2nd, I think, software update, all sizes should work now. Right, and it will scale to uh, a, a certain size when you're viewing your profile and a, a smaller size on the forums, right? Right. I'll, I have those exact numbers with me, and I'll mention them. So you have three options, actually, for uploading an avatar slash personal photo. Um, the first is to take one directly from your computer. The second is to import a photo photo from a URL, and the second is to use or third, I'm sorry, is to use Gravatar. Um, this is a relatively new option. I mean, Gravatar has been around, but I don't think it has been added to the IPB software before. And basically, it's a service meant for bloggers mostly. What it does is you register an email and choose an avatar to be to uh, link to that email. And wherever you use that email address, the avatar will appear. So if you link an avatar with the email, you can enter that email your email address when you're uploading a photo, and you can use it on BZ Power. I've seen sometimes that it doesn't upload right away. It doesn't sync right away. I don't know why there's a lag, so it's, I don't know. I wouldn't recommend it. It's kind of a quirky little thing. I'd recommend uploading something directly from your computer, personally. Right, and um, speaking of not uploading right away, uh, we get a lot of questions in new member Q&A where people are like, hey, I changed my um, you know personal photo, but my avatar hasn't changed. So do you want to talk about that a little? Sure, yeah, okay. This has to do with your browser's, oh man, how do you pronounce it? Cache? Cache? I Cache. Forget. Cache. Yes. Okay. Yes, I can't English. It's those internet words, guys. <laughs> I mean, you know, the, the only people only see them on the internet. They never actually talk about them. Yeah, it's true. My, I, I, I can spell it. No problem. Just can't pronounce it. That's the important part. Yes. So your cache. It has to do with your browser's cache. Basically... What you have to do in order to get your new avatar to appear on the forums is clear your cache. And to do that, you can go into your browser's options, or you can do what is called a hard refresh. And you do this by holding down the control or command button and hitting F5. That should fix things. Sounds good. So I think uh, the second most popular question we get... Um from uh, regarding avatars is, hey, I had an animated avatar and now it's not animated anymore. What happened? Yeah, this is the big question. And yeah, I've seen maybe four or five, hey, even six Q&A topics about this. So it'd be good to address. All right, on the old boards, basically you're limited to a well you chose your own you chose the dimensions of your avatar up to 64 by 64 pixels and that was that that was what was displayed on the new boards however it it's not so simple say you upload an avatar that is oh 200 by 200 pixels now that is not taken i don't know the correct terminology but that is not posted on the boards what happens is it takes a 100 by 100 pixel snapshot or a resize of sorts scales that down to 90 by 90 pixels and then displays it on the forms as your avatar whatever the board does to get that 100 by 100 pixel i guess resize freezes the animation so that's why your avatar won't animate if you upload something smaller than that, say 90 by 90 pixels, in theory, it should animate on the forums because there's no resize. But the thing is, you may have noticed that on the new boards, your avatar is displayed very often. 
It's displayed in thumbnails, next to topics, next to your blog. It's everywhere. And so what happened is in the testing phase for IPv3.2, I think in the beta, people noticed this. And they're like, wow, all these animated thumbnails everywhere are giving me a headache. Can something be done about this? So basically, they have disallowed the animation of avatars and thumbnails on the forums because, well, it's distracting and dizzying almost right and it also uh, you know takes up additional bandwidth because you have to load each frame which i'm sure uh degraded performance a bit most likely that's i'm not familiar with that technical aspect but yeah you're probably right yeah the other thing is you cannot upload flash files as an avatar which i think on the old boards you could i don't quite yes you could but um yeah that is no longer an option unfortunately Right, so there goes that option for having something animated. Yeah, I'm sorry, Spirit. <laughs> I miss Spirit. Um, yeah, so basically, you can only get something animated in your signature, be it a flash file or GIF, 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 whichever it is. And, well, if you do that, make sure that your file does not exceed 100 kilobytes in size, please. All right. Any other uh, tips or things you want to share? Um, I guess one additional detail, uh, and this is the difference between your personal photo and your avatar. When you upload an image, you'll be asked to crop it, and it gives you a 200 by 200 pixel square with which to do this. Now, when you crop it, that cropped portion of your personal photo will be ported to the forums as your avatar, that uh, 100 by 100 pixel snapshot I was talking about. But the uncropped image will be scaled to 138 by 138 pixels maximum and will appear as your profile pic. So basically your avatar is a cropped image, a cropped version of your profile picture, provided that it's greater than 200 by 200 pixels. If it's less, they're one and the same, basically. Alrighty then. Yeah, it's a whole lot. Avatars <laughs> used to be so simple. I know, right? Now it's like, whoa, at least we have bigger ones and everyone yeah, has bigger Yeah, so ones. That, that should definitely be something people are happy about, that uh, they're larger now. And, um, you know, I think it's easier or easier to, to distinguish between people because previously, you know, some people had one picture for their personal photo and one for their avatar, and it could be, be confusing at times. But uh, now it kind of gives each member uh, an individual persona for whatever they, they pick as as that image. Right, yeah. I Looking on the IPB forums, people were, some people, yeah, it's pretty divided. Some people were like, no, where's my personal photos? What's happening? And other people were like, yeah, now we're all, you know, we can all identify with this. Another thing I like is how frequently the avatar is displayed, even if this means we can't have animated ones. It adds a lot of flavor to the board index and to topics and to the blog list. You know, you can, when you look at a topic in a forum, you'll see the person who started their avatar right next to it. And so it's a nice way to easily identify the topic starter. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's all I have, man. Excellent. Well, thanks for sharing, and hopefully uh, some people will find this helpful and it answers uh, some of the any questions they've been having. I hope so, too. Don't be afraid to ask in the pictures topic if you have any more questions, though. Right, or you could send Windrider a PM. I hear he's really bored and looking for more, more stuff to do. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> I love getting PMs, too, so there you go. Yep, all right. Well, thanks again. Talk to you next time. All right. Joining me now is Takuma Nuva to talk about the recently released uh, Lego Minecraft Micro World set. Uh, how's it going? Oh, it's going as good as it ever has, I guess. All right, so um, Lego announced the set, and that's kind of started a lot of talk on BZ Power about Minecraft more than there already was. And uh, I guess you're one of these people who play this Minecraft thing, so why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Well, Minecraft is a sandbox game. Uh, it very heavily is about building stuff. 
like you can get a little bit into like the adventuring and combat is really lackluster but it's mostly about the building and creativity so that's why a lot of people kind of tend to think of it as like virtual legos in first person more or less the gist of it i mean you go into a lot more details but right so so almost uh more more lego-ish than lego universe was in some ways in some ways definitely yeah you could build specifically what you wanted to all right, so you said it's uh, like a first-person sandbox game. Uh, from my understanding, you can uh, you go around, you can dig, uh, mine, if you will, for, for different resources, which you then use to build stuff. And then some people go super crazy and, and build, like, sculptures and pixel art and stuff in the sky. Yeah, like there's basically two main ways to play Minecraft. There's creative mode, where it's basically just, you know, you have an infinite number of whichever blocks you want, and you can just, you know, build big models or even actual working machines because there's, like, a fully implemented, sorry, like, wiring system in the game. People have actually made, like, 8-bit computers within the game using complicated wiring. Right. And then the other side is survival, and that's where you're... You know, you build a house, you fight monsters, go mining for resources. And then from there, it just kind of depends on what you want to do with the game. There is sort of an end game goal you can achieve, but, you know, the game doesn't actually end. It's just, it's just sort of a goal you can work towards. Otherwise, any other goal is up to you to decide. So which way do you normally play? The creative oh, or the yeah. survival? Oh, survival. I... I suck at making fancy things. <laughs> Which is why you're, why you're a Lego fan, right? Because you, you're not good at building things? I like following the instructions. <laughs> One of my favorite parts about getting a new set is opening it up and that, that new instruction booklet smell. All right, so, so getting back to Lego and sets, um, sometime last year, as part of the uh, Lego Kuso uh, program, someone suggested that they should make a Lego Minecraft set. And uh, Notch and the guys at Mojang, I guess, uh, caught on to that and really pushed uh, their community for it, and they got the, the number of votes. And a uh, few, few months later, we have uh, Lego Minecraft Micro World. So what were your thoughts on that? Um... On the micro world itself, or well, so so when you first heard the announcement that Lego is going to be making a Minecraft set, what what did you think, and what were you expecting from them? First thing I thought was, hey, that's really cool, but I still probably won't buy it since I don't buy a whole lot of sets anymore. Don't really have the room for them. But I definitely thought it was cool. Was definitely looking forward to what they made. You know, I I reserved complete judgment. I thought I might buy some. Uh, as for what I was expecting. Not the micro world, that was for sure. I was expecting more like, you know, more along the lines of a regular set where, you know, here's a house, here's, you know, maybe a mine shaft or something, you know, with like regular minifigures. Micro world came to me as a surprise. All right. And then once you uh, saw the set, what were your thoughts? Well, first off, I was surprised that we were only seeing one set. I don't know if they plan to make more. I haven't followed up on it too much. I don't think they've they've said either way. Um, I think the biggest thing will be to see how this sells. Uh, and then, you know, maybe they might consider making more. But I probably wouldn't get my hopes up. I, th I have a feeling this is going to be kind of a one-off set. Right. As for what I thought of it, I mean, it was mixed feelings. Um... You know, at, on the one hand, you know, it's small, and as such, they were able to release it, you know, at a not outrageous price, and they actually got, like, you know, the different levels of the Minecraft world. You have the caverns down below, and then you have, you know, the world up above, where you have, like, the little house and stuff. And actually, by doing it the micro-world style, I felt it looked more like actual Minecraft in just, you know, the way it looked, the pieces. Whereas if it was, you know, regular sized, it would come off more as, you know, kind of, you know, any other set. Just, you know, looking terrible. Right. Yeah, no, I, I, think, uh, I think that's definitely a good point. Doing it in the micro scale, 
they can make the things make everything look blocky and get away with it. Whereas, like you said, if they did that at minifig scale, it would just kind of look bad. Yeah, because we know how hard Lego is at or you know how hard it is to make things look blocky with Lego. Well, I, I, you know, obviously <laughs> it's it's really easy, but um, no, I get what you're saying. Yeah, no, no, with with a lot of the sets Lego has been making over the years, they've really gotten away from from that blocky aesthetic you saw, you know, in the the 80s and early 90s. Uh, there's lots of you know slopes and curves and everything that, that makes it look uh, very, you know, not not Lego like almost uh, in some cases, but th- this is very blocky and. I think there's a lot of interesting details, and I think it's really cool how it's modular, and you can break it apart yeah. into four pieces and assemble it however you want. Yeah, and then uh, the Steve and Creeper micro figures, I actually thought they were kind of cool. I mean, you know, you can't do a whole lot with them at that scale, but for what it was, I thought it was neat. Yeah, and, uh, you know, personally, I think it's interesting just the fact that they did printing on the sides of a one-by-one brick and one by one plates. I think that's that might be the first time we've ever actually seen that in sets. So yeah, um, maybe they'll keep doing another sets in the future, uh, since obviously now they have the the means to do that. So that's that's interesting. And I think that they also stick to you know the Minecraft aesthetic. Yeah, definitely. All right. So um, any other comments on on the set? Not a whole lot. I mean, it would have been nice to see maybe a few more of the micro figures of different mobs, like, you know, like the Endermen specifically. Because that's the Endermen and the Creeper are sort of the two defining mobs of Minecraft. You know, there's skeletons, there's zombies, but spiders, but those are in just about everything. But, you know, if they were only going to do one, Creeper is definitely better than Endermen. Okay, so if um, someone was interested in playing Minecraft after seeing this set, um, you know how how do you what do you suggest them to do? Um, you know, I, I know there's a bunch of different ways you can make your own private server, or go on a public one, or, or things like that. So, any tips for someone who might want to start off playing? Um, the, probably the biggest thing would be go check the wiki. The game has absolutely no no like tutorial at all like they attempted to do something with that by giving like like achievements you could work for trying to you know kind of lead the player and you know this is kind of how your technology as it were will progress but really unless you look up stuff on the wiki or watch like a video series that you know kind of details here's how you start out in a new survival world you're really gonna be like you know like i first was i got plunked into this world it's like hey Look at this. I can punch dirt with my fist and then I can stick it back once I've dug it up. I had no idea how to make tools or anything. So really that's just the biggest thing is do homework. <laughs> so not not necessarily the most user friendly game, unlike uh Lego, which which I think is very user friendly. Yeah, Lego <laughs> doesn't need instructions. Minecraft, I mean, unless you look it up, you're never gonna fill out figure out how to, you know, make smooth stone or a you know furnace for that matter all right well that's uh so so i guess uh you already hit it before but are you planning on on buying this set this one in particular i am not depending on if they go anywhere with this i'll see what they got then and you know i might get it that's mostly though not because the set is bad in my eyes but just because money and space issues okay fair enough so my last comment regarding the set is, um, you know, I saw a lot of people complaining about how expensive it was, but um, it's it's thirty four ninety nine and it's four hundred and eighty pieces, which a lot of times, um, you know, fans will judge sets on the the price per part ratio, and in this case, it's um, it's less than ten cents a part, which is pretty good, and you know, it's a lot of basic pieces, sure. But um, it's it's a good number for the price, and like you said, I think it looks it looks pretty nice and captures the Minecraft world. So um, people should definitely not write it off right away. I think. No, I don't think so either. All right. Well, thanks for talking about it, Takuma. All right. No problem. Thank you all again for listening to the show. I hope you had a good time. As always, we appreciate any questions and comments you may have. 
You can post them either on the TalkBack thread on the forums, on iTunes, or by sending an email to powercast at bzpower.com. We appreciate all the feedback we can get. So this month we're changing things up, and McSmeag has not uh, put together a piece for us. Instead, our own Windrider has performed a lovely music piece, which we're going to share with you all now. So I'll talk to you all next month. Beach Boys. Beach Boys. Pet sounds. Uh, um, uh, 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 uh. I'm really glad I just hit the record button and got that. <laughs>